Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free three-part video series on how to attract more qualified leads, schedule more consultations, and close more sales. Now, here's your host, the -the in-the-trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. Hello, everyone. I'm here with Chandler Bolt, Amazon best-selling author and entrepreneur who wrote the book, The Productive Person, and the book, Launch, How to Write, Market, and Self-Publish Your First Best-Selling Bestseller in Three Months or Less and Use It to Start and Grow a Six-Figure Business. How are you, Chandler? Welcome to the show. I'm great, Andy. Thanks for having me, man. Man, I'm so excited to have you on the show and listen to all the valuable content that you're going to provide our audience. Yeah, let's do it, brother. All right. Now, you were struck with the entrepreneur bug at an early age. Um, can you talk to us about that and how it's led you to this point? Yeah, you know, I, I, I started little businesses when I, was in, when I was young, when I went to scout camp and started selling my snacks at scout camp or whether it was that or running a little landscaping business in high school or stuff like that. And it, I really just kind of realized that I could make a lot more money than my friends were doing in their minimum wage or above minimum wage jobs and, and it just by running my own business. So, uh, that kind of, that's what I mean by like bit by that bug. It's one of those things. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> and it, once I got bit, I, I've, I've never looked back and I love it. So. Right now your, your book, the book launch, I personally used to write my first, um, book. Um, it was a very easy guide to follow. Um, I don't think I would have been able to do it without that guide. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about um, how you came up with that concept and how that's uh, led to uh, what you have going on now? Yeah, so you know, we we launched our first book, The Productive Person, uh, and that book kind of blew up. And we really had very low expectations for that book, but then it started selling like crazy, um, and and it made close to close to seven grand in the first month, and continued to make two to five grand a month in passive income. And that kind of opened my eyes to the power of books. And not only that, but then, you know, it started bringing in leads for the business. We started being able to build off of that. We started getting press and then the Huffington Post and podcasts and stuff all from this one little book. Uh, So it really opened my eyes to how much books can change people's lives and all the opportunities they can open up. And so once that happened, uh, we kind of built off of that and, and launched a few more books. And then people just started asking about it and asking how we were doing it, how we were writing and marketing them. And because our books were doing pretty well each time we would launch them. So then we started teaching that through our program called Self Publishing School. And that's really what Book Launch, the book that you read, is about. It's kind of like a 10,000 foot view of that. So kind of helping people to believe that they can actually do it and giving them some, some basic steps and, and first steps to take to get there. Now, as a fitness business owner, why, um, why would, should a fitness business owner write a book and how can that help them build a better business and, and a more profitable business? That's a great question, Andy. And I, I think fitness professionals should write a book because a book is now a better version of a business card. And a book gives you more credibility uh, and, and helps you stand out from the crowd. Not only that, it can drive a lot of leads into your business and, 
if you want to do something online or some kind of online fitness stuff, that's obviously a no-brainer. Um, but a lot of people just want to grow their their local practice and 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 get more people in the doors and get more clients. Um, if you think about that, you know, it's a very easy way. You can easily put together a book um, that's let's say like the 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 ten things you need to know before choosing your personal trainer or the ten mistakes to avoid. You know, like you could write a book like that. You could write something different. I mean. That that's the low hanging fruit and the easy easy one to write, and then obviously those ten things are something that would would set you apart or would would help people into in knowing about your services. And if you think about that, you can set that out in the gym that you work in, and the gym will happily do that because there it's resources to people. You can give them away for free, um, and 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 take the loss of like the the two bucks a piece or something like that on the book. And then you'll get all sorts of leads because when people come in, they're going to work, they're going to want to work with the, the trainer that's got a book and who's a best-selling author um, as opposed to any of the other people. And so that just helps you stand out above the crowd. Yeah. I know for myself, uh, there were a lot of things that held me back from thinking I could even write a book. Um, a lot of it was the technical stuff, but once I got into it and um, read your book, I realized that, there's a process to it. Can you talk to me a little bit about some of the things that hold people back from writing a book and some of the myths and misconceptions people have with uh, publishing? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, You know, New York Times study said that 81% of people want to write a book. Only about 1% of people actually do. Um, (laughs) So for there to be such a disparity there between the 81% of people who want to write one to the the small, small minority of people who actually do, there's got to be a lot of myths and there's got to be a lot of misconceptions um, because it's not that hard. And, and I think I'm proof of that. It, I wrote my first book at about 20, I think I was 20 years old when I wrote my first book. And I, I was a horrible writer, a bad, I made C's on my papers. You know, like if I can write a book, I think anyone can. But the common misconceptions are that you don't have time, that it's going to take a long time, that you have to be an expert, you have to have a lot of money or be a celebrity already. But all those are false. Um, and, and you really can break it down into something really simple. And, and even if you just start with something like the thing I was saying a while ago, like the 10 mistakes to avoid before hiring a personal trainer or something like that, you can easily come up with that. It doesn't have to be more than 5,000, 10,000 words, a small little, small little book. If you want to go that small. Um, and, and, and that's not very hard, you know, and you can put that out. Um, you can easily get it print printed and fulfilled through create space, which is a division of Amazon. Um, and that you can, you can set that up and for a couple hundred bucks and a little bit of time, you will have the best marketing tool ever. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, if you just thinking about the possibilities here, um, because before, before you talked to me about coming on the show, before getting on the show, I hadn't really talked about, I hadn't really thought about this specifically for personal trainers. Um, but you know, just thinking about the possibilities, you could put these books in all kinds of gyms and then there's people coming in your target market that can grab that book. And it's just, it's basically very cheap marketing to get more leads to your business and more clients. <laughs> so you can kind of get clients from all the gyms and let them do the work for you. And it's instant credibility. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you have any tips or tricks to help a fitness professional get started and uh, writing their first book? Yeah, so uh, I, so there's a couple different ways you can get started. I would say the, the simplest way is I usually recommend a three-step process. So you start by mind mapping 
Um, and you'll, you'll go ahead and mind map. And what I mean there is just brain dump. So come up with the basic idea of the book you want to write, or maybe you have a couple ideas and write those in the center of a piece of paper and then brain dump. Put everything you can think of. Maybe conversations you've had with clients, common myths, certain things that you teach to your clients on a regular basis. Most of them will be conversations that you find yourself having all the time because those are the things worth talking about. And you, you probably feel like a broken record talking about it over and over. Um, so those, that's a sign that that's something you should put in your book. But go ahead and brain dump that out there. Um, and then step two, you want to organize that into sections or chapters. And then step three is write it. And you can write it by going back through that process over and over again, by chapter by chapter. Like you can mind map for 10 minutes, outline for 10 minutes, and and then write for, let's say, 45 minutes and, and do that a chapter at a time. Or you can even speak the book. Um, so you could do that mind map like I just talked about and then speak the book and have someone like uh, Rev.com. Uh, they can transcribe for a dollar a minute. It's pretty cheap, pretty high-quality transcription. And then if you're like me and, and, and speaking comes a little bit more naturally than writing, you can have a lot of content to go with pretty quickly and then you just have to add on to that and finish it and there you know, before you know it you're done in no time and you specify in your title finish your book within three months how what is the like writing schedule or timeline for somebody to do that yeah so for our first book the productive person uh, we went from book idea to bestseller in two and a half months and basically what that equated to is writing the book in about a month uh you have like your idea phase which is a couple weeks um, max, and then you have the the book writing phase, which is typically thirty days, or you can go a little bit longer than that if you need to. Um, and then you have like another month, month and a half uh, to handle all the logistics, that maybe the editing, um, the the formatting, just little things like that. Um, and then you can put it out there, and you can have it on Amazon. You can get the print copies, um, stuff like that. But that's kind of the timeline, uh, and and typically a month. Uh, is good. And if you think about it, if you break that down into a daily thing, some people like to do it in chunks. Sometimes some people like to do it daily, but if you do break that down to daily, um, you know, if you look at say maybe just 500 words a day, and if you could write for 30 days, that's easily 15,000 words, which, which is an acceptable book length. Um, so that breaks down pretty easy and you can break it down into manageable chunks where you only have to spend, you know, 20, 30 minutes, um, an hour at the most a day on, on that. And you can slowly chip away at it. Right. I know one of the things for me, um, that helped was just to write daily. Like I didn't pay attention to the amount of words I did. It was great just to create the habit of writing daily, whether that was 10 minutes is all I had 15 minutes or an hour. I know that really helped keep me uh, on task in regards to finishing my book. Now, how, how, how long did it take you to finish yours? It was about three months. Cool. Yeah. That's, that, that's a good pace. I think one how, of the, How many words was it? It's about 10,000 words. Cool. So it's a pretty short book. But one of the things I think that held me up was just the, um, the getting the cover done and the, yeah, ed- yeah. And the editing process, which um, your book helps a lot with selecting um, you know, those types of professionals. Cool. That's great to hear. Now, um, I know that you've had a lot of people that have had success following your system. Can you give us some stories on some of your successes? Yeah, any, any specific ones or any specific types of successes you're looking for? 
Uh, you know, just anyone that's used your system that has written their book and gone to a bestseller or just had a success as building a business or a brand off of uh, their um, book? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we've had we've had tons of success stories. Um, some of my favorites, um, I mean, even just yesterday, one of our students has, has three books. It's the top three – they're the top three in an entire category. So you look at the category, it's, it's how to write fiction books and – or it's like fiction writing, editing, all that stuff. Um, and he, his name's Steve Winter, and he's in the top three. Um, and and he's just—I think he's making about twenty-two hundred a month in passive income now um, from his books. Uh, one of our students, Lise Cartwright, she's she's written thirteen books since joining our program last year, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> she's uh, really, really uh, running with it. And then then you have people on the other side, um, like like Steve Dar, who uh, you know he. He wrote his book using the stuff we teach, um, and it's making some solid passive income. But on, on top of that, he put his book out four months ago, um, and, he, and it's, the book's been responsible for 17000 in client work that's brought into his business. And he, now he's charging three times what he used to charge in retainers and, and quotes and stuff like that. And also just, you know, it's, it's, it's boosted his business and continues to grow and bring leads and bring credibility to his business. Those success stories are awesome. Really makes me look forward to the possibilities. Uh, any advice or tips uh, for once you do have your book completed on marketing and getting it to a bestseller? Yeah, um, my question would be, um, what's the purpose behind your book? Because that will definitely affect what kind of marketing you want to do. Is it for uh, leads? Is yes. it to grow the business? Is it? Uh, my particular book um, that I wrote is for leads. Awesome. So in that particular case, um, I would say – you want to have a good lead capture at the beginning of the book. And then obviously you want to do some stuff um, within the Amazon ecosystem. So you want to pick like some good keywords and some good categories. Um, that, that's the main way people discover books inside Amazon. Um, so figure out which keywords and which categories you want to own. Um, and, and then on top of that, um, we've tested and we find that, that video and audio works the best. Um, so we give away a free audio book. Um, at the beginning of our books and that, that converts pretty well. Um, that, you know, 50, 70%, um, sometimes conversion on, on, on that audiobook. So it can, it can really convert a lot of leads. Uh, and it, and it really starts a great relationship because people are used to paying five, 10, 15 bucks, uh, for an audiobook, And now you're giving it to them for free in exchange for their email address. And so we, that, we do that in the beginning of the book. And then the cool thing is when people go into Amazon they can actually click the look inside feature and they can see inside the book and they can actually opt into our list without even buying the book, uh, which is pretty cool because for us, the, uh, a lot of our books, the leads are, are more important as well. Um, so it, it's, it's great. We love the fact that we're able to help people and get the, get the book in their hands and all that and, and also get uh, leads in the process. Now, is there a limit as far as like word count that somebody should look to uh, when they're launching their first book? Uh, it's, it really depends. You know, uh, it, it, your book can be any length depend, if you market it correctly. And if you say, hey, this is a short book and this is just what you need and it's straight to the point, no BS, then it's fine to have a shorter book like 10 to 15,000 words. Um, and then if you're going for a little bit bigger, um, I think 15, you know, what we usually encourage our students is 15,000 to 25,000 words is a, is a good 
Um, it's, that's, that's a good range. Um, obviously you can go below that and be successful. I think with our first book, it was about 12,000 words. You just have to be pretty clear. Uh, if that's the case, um, that, it, that it is a short book up front. That way people don't get in there and they read it and they said, well, Hey, I've, I've read this in, in like an hour and a half. Like this is such a short book. And you know, if it's not what they're expecting, they might be a little upset, but as long as you're, you're straightforward with it, that's actually a different market. Um, that a lot of people love that. They love that those books are that short and to the point um, so they can get in there and get value from it and then and then move on to the other stuff they've got to do. And I know Amazon really helps a lot with the marketing and promoting of uh, your books as well. Now, any advice on they do offer for you to launch it for free for five days? Any advice on whether you would recommend that or not? Yeah, you know, if, if your purpose is for leads or stuff like that, I recommend starting with the free launch um, because you want to just get the book into as many people's hands as possible. Um, so you can do free for up to three, up for up to five days. Um, when we launched our first book, we did it free for three and a half days, and that got 50, a little over fifty two hundred downloads in those three and a half days. So that really gets some Amazon juice behind your book. Um, it gets some, you know, the app plays well with Amazon's algorithms and then gets a little bit of push and gets some downloads and some reviews and all those things. Um, and then, and then you can switch over to paid and I recommend switching over at 99 cents, um, cause that's going to help with that transition. Um, so that you can have a powerful transition there. And that's, um, you know, I, I recommend doing that. So most people, the big mistake they make though, when they do the free, the free route is they let Amazon automatically run it till it finishes. Uh, and that finishes at midnight Pacific time, which is 3 a.m. On, on the East Coast here in the States. And the big problem there is, I mean, I don't know too many people who are uh, downloading books at 3 a.m., <laughs> right? So what you want to do is you want to manually stop that promo at about 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, which is about lunchtime Pacific. It's generally a good time if if you're targeting the North American market. That's generally a good time um, to to stop that promo so that – during during the switch, there's like this three hour time window where you're still at the top of the free charts, um, but your book's actually paid because it takes just a few. It's like a few hour lag that Amazon takes before they switch over. So you want to take advantage of that time and put, and put it during a good time. Hopefully that makes sense, and that's why we do it during the middle of the day as opposed to just letting the free promo run its course. And do you have any other advice for somebody that's just hung up on coming up with the right concept or idea? and really wants to write a book but just doesn't know how to get themselves out there and put it on paper? Yeah, well, you know, if, if, if for, for your market, you know, personal trainers, I would say if you're really getting hung up on, on the idea phase, uh, steal one of the ones that I just mentioned at the beginning of this, which was like the, the, the 10 things you – or 10 mistakes to avoid when you when – you, before you choose your next personal trainer or um, – 10 things you have to know before choosing a personal trainer or something like that, steal that one and, and, and maybe start writing that one first. And then I'm sure that'll spark some ideas um, for a, another book down the road. But that's a very simple one and a simple idea to write. And as far as income, you know, as personal trainers are always looking for uh, passive sources of income, what um, can somebody expect from launching a book as far as their passive income? Yeah, you know, it's kind of all over the map. Um, like I said, uh, with my first book, it's it brought in close to seven grand in the first month, and, and another two to five grand a month in passive income. I'd say that's on the high side. Uh, we did some things right, and and the book did well. Um, so that's on the high side. Um, but 
it, it really just depends on your book. You know, it can be a couple hundred bucks a month. It can be a thousand a month. It can kind of fluctuate. Um, and it'll be more when you first write your book and it'll go down a little bit after the initial boost of the launch, obviously. Um, but the, the big thing that I, I, I'm adamant about is like, a book is just a tool, you know, it's a tool to grow your business so that if you're really serious about your business, there's going to be a lot of money on the back end besides book sales. So people just get pigeonholed into book sales and like, that's the only way they expect to make money. But like we were talking about those leads and those clients that will come off of that will be worth way more um, than the book, than the book royalties themselves. So focus on the book more as a lead source opposed to money generating source. Yeah, and I mean, you then you raise your fees because you're more of an authority. Then you have more clients because the book's bringing in leads. You know, then you have, you know, just all these different. You know, you have a free gift that you can give all your new clients, which makes them makes them view you more as an expert and makes them stay on for longer, as opposed to canceling sooner or stopping their um, their sessions or you know things like that. So there's just a lot of tangible benefits in there all throughout the process that just having that book adds to the equation. And fitness and weight loss in regards to um, Kindle books is pretty large niche. Oh gosh, yes. It's it's massive. And I know sometimes we can get hung up on, oh, well, there's already so many books in that area. But as long as you have your specific point of view, you should still be able to write a book and market it. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I would say the more specific, the better. Um, so if your thing is Fitness for women over fifty. Write that book. If, if your if your thing is fitness um, for kids that helps them not get injured, like write that book. You know, like get more specific because um, the people would say the same exact thing about time management, um, which is what we went in for our book, The Productive Person, and we got specific. It's a massive niche, a lot of competition. We got specific and we said, hey, this is time management for entrepreneurs or people who make their own schedule. And so because we did that, we attracted that certain crowd and that, that got specific and it, and it spoke directly to the people we wanted to speak to. And also we can get hung up on the actual t- title of our book and a subtitle. Uh, any recommendations on how to come up with a catchy title and a subtitle that's going to help drive uh, traffic to the book? Yeah, my best recommendation is to, to speak it like you would speak to a friend or to a client. Because um, when you're doing that, you're usually excited and you're usually saying things like like you would actually say them. I feel like people get into title mode and they start coming up with titles that just sound stupid and that they're they're just way over the top or like they're using complicated language and it's never how they would actually say it, you know. So it, like the books like How to Win Friends and Influence People or stuff like like you you can see that title and instantly know exactly what that book's about. So just be clear. Um, say it in, in layman's terms like you would normally say it or like you would explain it. And a lot of times um, with our students, they'll be talking about a title. And then I'll start asking them, like, what do you want a reader to get out of this book? Or why did you write this book? Or what's the best benefit behind this book? And they start answering those questions. And the answer to those questions almost always have much better titles um, than, than just a uh, a blanket title that they've just thought of, you know? So think about the benefits. What's the benefit you want your reader to get? What's the one thing you want them to learn and things like that. So that when you think about that, um, you'll tailor the title and the subtitle towards that. And that'll be much better. That'll reach out and grab the potential reader. Okay. And switching gears a little bit, 
Um, I want to ask you, who has had the biggest impact on you in regards to your um, business and um, how has that shaped and molded you? You know, this feels like a really lame answer, um, but I would have to say my family. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's probably like a a blanket answer. But for me, it was was really true because my my dad, uh, he ran a construction business and it's not glamorous. It's not sexy or anything like that. But I, I saw how he started from nothing and uh, him and my mom and they started from nothing and kind of worked their way out of that and just just was living proof of how entrepreneurialism is really the playing field leveler and that it doesn't matter who you are, what race, what ethnicity, whether you're poor, rich, fat, skinny, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. The, the playing field is leveled through entrepreneurship and, and I, I saw how Um, My dad laid out that example and worked really, really hard with his business um, and and also my mom. And then they've just been the biggest supporters of me and taking an unconventional path and dropping out of school and starting my business and and really um, just pushing things that way. And they've been supportive. And and my brother as well. He's one of my biggest supporters. And it's always great to just have a a support system that when you're doing this crazy thing of entrepreneurship – um, that most people question and most people will doubt or voice their concerns or why you shouldn't be doing it. Uh, it's always great to have some people in your corner who are supporting you saying, hey, you can do it and, and, and keep going. And what do you feel are like the two, two or three biggest things that you do on a daily basis that have helped you? Um, number one would be morning routines. Um, absolutely. I have, a, I have a pretty rock solid morning routine and that that helps start and get me kicked off um, for, for during the day, and it helps me get in the right headspace to to really just go after the day. Um, I would say also um, planning my day the night before, so I always plan out um, my top three for the next day. Um, that really helps. And then this isn't so much a daily thing, but this is um, bouncing off of the last thing I just said, which is actually sitting down on on Sunday afternoon or Sunday night and planning out the week and what kind of things do I want to get done this week? Um, because so many people they just dive into Monday and they just start reacting, you know, to the emails, to clients, to all this stuff. And it, another week passes and you haven't furthered your priorities. So helping plan out that week before it starts is is, is huge for me. Any tips on how a fitness professional can create that habit of planning their day on paper in advance? You know, just sitting down right before you go to bed, um, getting a little note card or whatever that might be and say, hey, what's the, what's the top three things I want to accomplish tomorrow? And if I accomplish these three things, tomorrow is a success. If I don't, then I'll consider tomorrow either failure or I, I just didn't hit my goals. Um, and just doing that each night, that it, it's, it's very simple, but I promise if you try it, it's going to, it's going to be a complete game, game changer for you. Yeah, I agree. I uh, actually just shot a video on, um, on that, on scheduling your day in advance on paper and how much of an impact that's had on myself and my business. That's awesome. It's great. Now, how are some of the ways that my audience can connect with you and um, learn more about you and what you have to offer? Yeah, so they can um, check out self-publishingschool.com. They want to find that you can get a copy of Book Launch there um, for free. And that's if you're interested in doing this whole book thing we just talked about, that'd be a great place to start. Um, or you can reach out to me um, either on Facebook, Chandler Bolt, or um, just shoot me an email at Chandler at self-publishingschool.com. 
All right, Chandler, I want to thank you for your time you've spent with us today and all of the great information you've given my audience on writing their first book. Um, I um, look forward to connecting with you and your future projects. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for having me, brother. Thanks, Chandler. Look forward to connecting with you again. Yes, sir. Have a good one. You too. Well, there you have it. There's my jam-packed interview with Chandler Bolt. If you want to write your first book, go visit his website and download his book, Launch. It is jam-packed with lots of useful information and how-tos on how to write your first book and get it on Amazon and start selling it and using it to get leads to drive to your business and close more sales and make more money. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and got as much value out of it as I did. Use these tools to build your business, make more money, and generate more profits starting today. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.